Welcome to Mutterings from a Bald Guy podcast. My name is Chet, your host. You will find sermons and teachings that put Scripture in its rightful place of authority on this podcast. If you like this episode or any, could you tap five stars and leave me a review? When you tap those stars and leave a review, that significantly helps me spread more salt in our morally decaying world. Hey, let's bring life to the dead together. We, we trust. Yeah, I see live on Facebook on my screen and I see that it's recording. So we are good to go. Well, hey, Marcus and Harrison, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, glad to be here. I have to admit, I have been listening to this song. You know, one part of my sermon prep is uh, usually on Monday morning, I start like digging into the text and and reading and and really getting a a grasp on the context. I start typing in my manuscript about Tuesday afternoon, early Wednesday morning. And I have to admit, man, I'm putting Yahweh Elohim on when I'm typing. (laughs) It just fires me up. I love the song. So uh, so I appreciate what you guys have done. Yes, absolutely. Um, So first off, just to kind of get to know you guys a little bit, let, let's start with Marcus. Marcus, what's one fun fact about your childhood? One fun fact, man, I guess I grew up near near Disney World for a little while. So okay. we had some relatives that or some friends, family friends that could kind of get us in every year. So well, back in the day, I, I got into Disney World like almost every year, sometimes twice a year. And, um, and, and that's more than most people get in in a lifetime. So, you know, that's kind of interesting, I guess, you know. So, so you, you were that one kid that went back to school in the fall and bragged about your Disney trips. <laughs> that's awesome, man. It was, it was free. Though. Like, we weren't rich right. or anything. We sure. Had friends. Uh, we had a connection. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Harrison, what about you, brother? Um, a fun fact about me. Well, I I don't know if this counts as childhood per se, but I remember when I was a teenager, um, I accident, this is a little more gruesome, I guess, but I accidentally, um, uh, cut my entire fingernail off one time. Oh, wow. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how fun that is, but (laughs) it wasn't fun. It was a fact. Right, 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 right. Yeah. My next question (laughs) is a not so serious one and somewhat of a fun one, but, um, how how do you get your beard so majestic? Because Harrison, you used to have a, a longer beard, but I see Marcus is still is still got that beard going. So, like, what's the secret juice, guys? Because I can't I can't seem to get mine looking that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, all right, I've never told anybody this, but but my wife before. But I remember when I was in college, I did specifically pray and ask God to give me a beard because I couldn't grow one at all Hallelujah. in college. So, <laughs> so I, I guess he decided to be merciful to me and, and answer that one. Yes, yeah. indeed. Part, I, for me, part of it is I'm incentivized by my wife. So like she really likes long beards. So if it was up to me, I'd probably trim it like yours. You know, it's kind of sh- shorter. Mm-hmm. But because I like my wife and I like makeouts and things like that, um, I just kind of go with it. Amen. But, so that's, hey. that's, that's actually it. I have this cool brush that I use. It's special. It's like a kind of like a like a goat hair brush or something like that. I can't yeah, remember yeah, what I've it's seen those. Special. And it kind of brings it all out. And then I, I spray it down and I have some beard wash stuff and – I don't go crazy with it. Some some guys I see like really get get all up in it, but I, I do a little bit of it. So it helps. Right on. Right on. So guys, what 
and I, and I'll let you decide, you know, who answers first or however you want to do this, but why did you write and compose Yahweh Elohim and what's your vision for the song? Yeah. You want to go Marcus? Yeah, I'll go. Oh, man, just this, that song or writing in general, just that song. What, what, that, that song I, and writing in general is fine. Just and yeah. at some point, Yahweh Elohim as well. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, for me, let me just kind of start back and then I'll, sure. I'll try to do the short version of the, the big story. But like, so I was part of a church plant back when I was in college and um, we, we just, our, our, me and a worship pastor named Taylor McCall, had a good relationship where we were hanging out all the time. And he, he wrote some, and I started just getting some ideas being a lay staff member there and studying the word. And we, we wanted to write songs that kind of expressed what God was teaching us. Uh, you know, as we were going through scripture and what the big anthems and big themes mm-hmm. that we were learning and to give people kind of this indelible um, track that they could they could kind of relate to and it, it could recall the things that God had taught us and you know that kind of thing. So so I started writing back then, and we wrote we wrote a bunch. And when I got to fast forward about three or four years ago, we were planning a church. We actually we actually did this retreat where we talked about worship and how God commands us to write a new song. And on the way to that trip, as I was thinking um, about what we were going to talk about and teach. Um, I just had this da 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 <laughs> come into my head. <laughs> it was like sometimes songs start that way, and it's just right, like, right. Hey. And I had been meditating on like God's name, and I, and then it like the syllables matched, and I kind of sang it to that, and so I had a little riff going, and then and then we we started composing, and you know the idea basically. So it's like it's as simple as that. Sometimes where you're meditating on something, and then like some sort of a stupid melody comes in your head. Right. It's like, actually, that's pretty cool. So like, <laughs> so it, it's, it's not super elaborate, but that's where it began. Absolutely. You know? Amen. So, um, but what, what was the next part of the question again? Yeah. Yahweh Elohim in specific, but your vision, uh, yeah. your vision maybe for the songs. I know you ha- y'all haven't released all of them yet. Uh, so I guess this is the first one and, you know, the first one you want to be a a really big and really powerful. And so like, what's your vision? Cause I mean, the song is saturated with the gospel and just theology. And I, I, I'm really amazed at how in such a short song that you guys, you were able to fit. Cause I mean, Marcus, you wrote the song. Am I correct? Yeah, most of it. Most of most it. Most yeah. of it. Okay. How, wrote together, we wrote together, but yeah, it was my brainchild kind of to begin with, you know. What I'm okay. Yeah. I just so, love how you were able to fit it all uh in that song. It's just rich. And so I, I guess I just want to hear from from you and, and Harrison your vision for it as far yeah. as you know, where it's gone and what you want to teach the church and your people and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, so when when I, uh, back in the day, like I said, when we started writing way back before our church, like I said, we wanted to give, um, anthems and things that, that people could take and, and I'll, like recall the faithfulness of God in our mm-hmm. lives, especially through his word. Right. And it's, it's amazing how powerful music is and how, right. um, just memorable and, and all those kind of things that like you can listen to something so passively for so long. Yeah. You know, like, 
my kids, they, they can listen to the, these movies and there's these theme songs in there and there's, there's songs with lyrics and, and they don't even know the lyrics and they don't know anything, but they just walk around singing them all the time because they listen to it over right. and over and over. So I think music's a pretty powerful medium that God's given us very uniquely, like as God's image bearers that, you know, we're the only creation that, that God's made that can sing and, That's right. and compose music and, and, and this is what's going to be happening in heaven. You know, it's happening right now as, as we, as we do what we do, they're celebrating and, and jamming out up there, you know? So, so I, right. I think, I think it's a, a neat, a neat thing that God's given us. And it's, I think it's just amazing tool to be used for good or for bad. It's for the enemy to kind of get right. Um, the, the, the worldly stuff into us. It's super, super easy to do that, but Christians being able to tap into that. So, so I think that was my, my vision initially was how can we, how can we take the really awesome things that God's been teaching us in his word and create memorable anthems that our people could take and then go and just keep on recalling and celebrating those aspects of God his character, his nature, what he's done, what he will do, and celebrating you know, like who we're going to be, what's our identity, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I think that was kind of the initial. There's other, there's other things that we could talk about. I'll let Harrison go, but, but that, that's, sure. That's the part, yeah, so. yeah. I think you know, Marcus and I both are just naturally sort of, um, <clears throat> not not. I don't mean this in like a prideful way, but just I think we're both naturally are kind of. Uh, creative individuals, meaning like we just want to make new things all the time, um, especially as it relates to art. And, you know, I'm not a good, I'm not a good, uh, I'm not good when it comes to drawing and painting or anything, but then, you know, I've spent my whole life pretty much around music. And so for both of us, it's also sort of like a, a creative outlet where we can, we can get together, you know, and say, Hey, look, this is what I've been studying about in scripture we really, we, we really should write a song about this. This is something, you know, worth singing, obviously, right. with our brothers and sisters. And so <clears throat> not only was it something that we wanted to do as a means to equip our brothers and sisters, but it's also kind of been a, a way in which Marcus and I have tried to really deepen our understanding of Scripture. I mean, so many times along the way, you know, we write, we'll write things and throughout the process, we need to refine it all um, because, you know, along the way, maybe, maybe we realize, Hey, we didn't write this as clearly as we really could have. So now we've mm-hmm. got to go back and, and sort of fine tune it so that it's, it's clear for everyone and it's helpful for everyone. So I think it's also, it's a creative thing for us. And then it, it's mm-hmm. also been something that's really deepened our understanding of scripture. And like Marcus said, part of our heart really was, you know, kind of looking around the landscape of uh, Christian music and saying, Hey, you know what, there's a lot that the Bible covers, you know, that, that Christians Mm -hmm. really do need to know overall. Um, And so we want to write songs that essentially cover the breadth and the depth of scripture. um, Because, because as Christians, we should be pushing ourselves to know it as much as possible. And, and music is such a helpful tool in that regard, because, uh, you know, it, it gets, it's very memorable. Uh, it, it can easily get stuck in your head, you know, uh, depending on how you write. And so that's a powerful tool that not only communicates a lot of, um, 
you know, emotion and a lot of the experience of the Christian life, but also helps uh, Christians remember the things that, that God's told us throughout scripture. So overall, our, our vision for just writing in general has ultimately been, you know, to equip, uh, equip the saints for the works of ministry through music, teaching people scripture through music, giving them anthems to sing to God. And then also just, you know, um, protect, you know, protecting the flock from, uh, bad songs, essentially, mm-hmm. essentially part of what we wanted to do was be a replacement for, you know, a lot of the really bad, uh, right. churches out there that are sort of, <clears throat> sort of dominating, um, you know, uh, uh, the popular Christian music realm right now. Um, yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah right. so like, like the Hill songs and the Bethels and the, the elevation churches, honestly, our style is probably, you know, uh, relatively close to them mm-hmm. overall, it is, yep. in, in terms of the actual music, the sounds, but then, but then we really wanted to, um, to look at the Bible, see what it says and then say, Hey, you know what? We really love the truth and we want to put the truth out there for everyone. And we want people singing the truth. So, um, right. so, you know, all of that on top of, you know, what, what Marcus was saying as well. I, that was the next thing I was going to mention. Um, the The music itself was very modern, contemporary feel, but the words mm-hmm. is you know that that really connects. You know that you have the musical aspect that connects the emotion, but the words really, in my mind, solidify uh, that experience in worship. And I, I mean, for instance, you know, part of the lyrics and from this seed there rose your son upon another tree. He took our suffering, ex- exchanging life to give us ours. So we will ever sing. We praise Yahweh Elohim, sovereign Lord of everything. We praise Yahweh Elohim, Jesus, our glorious King for all eternity. I mean, if that's just not a picture of what Jesus has done for us and what we should be singing about, right? I, I just, right. I just think that's so powerful. And that's probably my favorite part of the song because it connects with the beginning. Um, <laughs> let's see where. It says here that, you know, we've exchanged your glory for fruit upon a tree. And then you guys tied it into Jesus dying upon another tree later on. I just thought that was that was brilliant and great in that way. What's uh, one thing that you wish you would have done differently in the writing and composing process? Hmm. (laughs) That's a hard one. Hey, Chet, I, I just got a text from somebody saying that we might be private on the live thing is is that a thing let me see if i can it might be the only the one guy texting me that saying that but i have some some are i have some people here that says is watching 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 uh go to edit video here is it maybe like only people you're friends with on Facebook that are able to see it, it is public, but I don't know if I can go in any deeper into that public setting. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's a good question, guys. I don't know. I do see a lot of people saying they're watching no issues. Yeah. yeah I hope, I hope it's not, I'm not sure. Let me try one thing here real quick. Let 
Yeah, it might just be the the share that I did on mine or something. I don't know how it works. But. This is a learning process for us all, including me here. Let's see. Stream setup, stream and viewing. Here we go. Let's let's see. Yeah, it's not letting it's it's all the settings are locked because I think we're live right now. Okay. But it it does say it does say it's public. Okay. So hope maybe hopefully we maybe afterwards it'll go through. But on on mine it does say public. If if there's something else I can do afterwards to make sure it's public, I'll do that. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> How about that, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Ho- hopefully Ain't no telling. I mean, it could be the Zoom setting. It could be Facebook setting because they change their creator studio about every other month. And so you you have to like read blogs to know what's going on in Facebook. (laughs) So what's what's one thing that uh, that you guys wish you would have done differently in the the writing or the composing aspect of the album or or any one of the songs or anything? Maybe is there a song that gave you more trouble or? So actually, the, the most troublesome song was this song, y- Yahweh Elohim. I'll give you the background. So we used the the beginning lyrics were Adonai Elohim. Okay, okay. that was the original. And so we're we're we got all the songs done. We're getting ready to go into down to the studio in a few weeks. And um, Harrison's going to sing, and I'm going down there just to kind of like you know give my two cents. So we're going. Harrison gets this bright idea to say, Hey, why don't we just make sure all the lyrics are like the best they could possibly. So he sends them to my brother. Who's like, like really, really strict, you know, on on the song lyrics. And I appreciate it so much, but he's, he's very like, you know, articulate and very like dedicated to, to truth. And so we send him this song and he just decides to look up Adonai Elohim. Right. And and see how many times it's used in the Bible in that way, right? The title as a title of God, right? And so he looks it up, and he's like, it's used once, but it's the it's more like, um, it's it's the Adonai Elohim is how it's used, right? Once in the whole Bible, and and every other time, it's like Yahweh Elohim or. Um, I, I forget the other variation of it, but but the most of the time it's Yahweh Elohim, right? And and so we have this choice to make. So picture Adonai Elohim. A lot of the rhyme scheme was you know around Elohim, and we could have done I think Adonai Yahweh or something like that is the other option. Mm-hmm. So if we did that, then all of a sudden we changed the whole song, right? Right. Well, this is a, like we're about to go down and. <laughs> And record you like this is it like we've scheduled this we've we've got rooms ready to go um like we had the whole thing figured out and and so we're having to make this like major choice uh, <laughs> about the like the title and the theme of the whole deal you know and uh but when we started thinking about it, it was really neat i was happy we came to it because i think you know it means lord god right um is is what what it Adonai Elohim means and then ultimately Yahweh means you know I am God right so like the the self-existence one and so what we were trying to get across was this idea of God being sovereign him having a plan since the beginning and and executing that plan 
so that we could be people that were with him one day as his chosen, you know, singing praises to him and right. you know, around the throne. So, um, so when we started thinking about it, man, Yahweh, Elohim, that's what he wanted to be called. That's what God wanted to be called. He talked about that with Moses. Mm -hmm. Jesus declared himself to be the I am God, right, in the Gospels. And and uh, so it was a powerful, like, well, what better way to say sovereignty and and everything besides, you know, the, the self-existent one, the one that wasn't created, the one that was before everything and and the reason we're here, you know, and so it was an awesome change. It was just for super stressful. So. Yeah. <laughs> keep, in, keep in mind, we had already been singing the song at our church for like a year and a half at this point. So we had spent a year and a half singing, singing the song as Adonai Elohim. Right. And then all, right. Of, the, all of the sudden, yeah, three weeks before we're going to go record all 12 songs for the album. Uh, you know, we go to Tim and he says, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't catch this. Er I didn't catch this earlier. Yeah. He just kept like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this is like throwing a wrench in everything right now, but it ended up, luckily it ended up working out, but it was sort of a stressful change. Cause all of, all of a sudden we're having to change even the title of the song, you know? Right. Right. Um, I think, I think some other, some other things that were not, I don't think anything was as big as that. Cause that was a, that was a pretty big deal. I mean, we, like I said, we changed the title of the song you right. know, for that change. I think, uh, another thing with, with Yahweh specifically was, um, I, I wish that we had thought to add in the musical intro earlier than we did. Um, uh, just so we would have had it even earlier, but originally the song, so there's like a minute long, uh, you know, really kind of ambient mm -hmm. uh, musical intro in the beginning of Yahweh Elohim. And it used to be that that wasn't there at all. It just, it used to just start right at, right at um, kind of where that big boom hits, you know, about a minute in that, that used to be where the song started. And and uh, I personally, I personally like, I, when I was thinking to myself about the song, I thought, you know, this is the first song on the album. It, it kind of just starts right there on that boom. Uh, and the song is really, uh, it has a lot of creation themes overall in it. And, you know, those first few chapters of Genesis, there's a lot, there's a lot that, Yahweh Elohim is dependent on, you know, those chapters and those themes and an right. understanding of those chapters. And so um, I, I think uh, for me, it felt like, man, it feels like there needs, needs to be something kind of setting up the beginning of the song uh, musically. And, and Marcus and I, Marcus and I had been talking about like, Hey, we need, maybe we need to think about like some places to add in just short, you know, minute, maybe minute and a half instrumentals throughout the album. And then we started talking about, you know, like, all right, so what are the songs that we would do that on? And Yahweh was, you know, pretty much right at the top of the list. And we're, we're both in agreement as soon as we started talking about it, really like, yeah, we probably need to add something on, on Yahweh. And so uh, the guy that we had been working with uh, Brandon Sandoval, he, he like knocked it out of the park. I mean, he, he sent us back the we gave him like a short description and I think we right. gave him maybe like a, you know, a, a song or two that was like, Hey, maybe, you know, something kind of like what this sounds. And then he sent, he sent us back the first version 
And it was immediately like, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. This is amazing. Yeah. You know, he killed it. And so we did like some, some fine tuning to it. But besides that, you know, for me, this, I've, I went back the other day and I listened to the version without the, the long intro that's really supposed to kind of represent, um, you know, like God existing before all of creation did, you know, and then it kind of builds up to the big boom, which is, um, you know, and the song meant to, meant to represent God creating everything now, you know, and then, and then obviously we're thrown into the story of the fall creation in the fall. And so, um, for me, the song has been forever changed where I don't think, I don't know that I can go back to the, the <laughs> intro list Yahweh Elohim at this point. So that was, that was a big one for me. I was, I was so happy when, when I heard that this final version of it. So there's some quick, I mean, like some other, like things we learned with the recording process where we went down with them and we had all 12 songs we had to do and we were on like a two or three day kind of deal. Cause you know, we did the cheap route, you know, we did, I had a buddy giving yeah. us a deep, but at a really nice place, um, really nice studio down the church at 1122 down in Jacksonville, Florida. They have a okay. really cool, really cool setup. And we went down there, but it was like, Hey, we got to knock them all out. And it was we a had, gauntlet. Yeah, we had never, we had never done that before. We had never done a album. And, and so it was a lot of like, okay, jumping in and out of every song and remembering everything we were trying to accomplish and not really being able to listen back. Like, like a lot of professional artists, they'll go in and they'll do two days worth of singing and, and they'll listen to what they did. And, and then they're like, nah, this is all stupid. Let's scrap it. You right. Know? And we got, we have another week here, so let's just get it right. You know? And, we had to kind of uh, make it happen. So I think we've moved forward in our process now where we have the ability to do some of this stuff at our place. So when we write songs in the future, it just treating them like one song at a time and be able to like get through that as a project has been a lot less stressful. But initially it was like, man, how do we remember all the moving parts of every different song all at once and, and wrap it up? You know what I mean? So, right. And and when you guys recorded, did y'all have the instrumentals there or was it the whole band, everyone together recording it? Like, no, how does that so, process? Yeah. So by the time that we got, by the time that we went down there to record, essentially the, the vocals were the last thing that gotcha. we did. So we already had, you know, drums, guitars, bass, guitar, synth. Um, all of that, all of that was knocked out. The only instrument that wasn't uh, recorded yet was acoustic. And so while we were down there, they just, you know, after we knocked out all of the vocals, um, I sat down, you know, and I, I recorded the acoustic. So um, that was really the only instrument um, that was left over. Also, when I was recording, you know, uh, and when the other, the other vocalist, um, Jessica was, was with us. We were both just listening to essentially the whole song without any vocals. Okay. That makes sense. I, when I hear recording, I just picture like traveling with a van full of people and getting in this little room (laughs) and playing together. But there are, there are much more logistical ways to do that, obviously than doing that. Uh, 
one more question and then and then we'll get to how people can connect to you guys in the song. In your own words, can you describe the greatest lesson or the greatest blessing uh, that you received during this process? Mm. Hmm. I've got to think about it. there. It's not about I've got to try and remember one. It's it's about I've got to try and pick the best, the, the best. most important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take 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 your time. I'm gonna check on Facebook real quick and see if there's okay. something else I can do okay. here. <laughs> hmm. The best. Yeah, see, I'm only seeing my friends that's watching. Hmm. So that it it may be something happening okay. on my end with the settings, but I don't know how to get to that setting. That's all. Let's see, man. You're recording, right? I'm recording. Yeah. Okay. I, my plan is to <clears throat> have this on my YouTube channel podcast okay. and i'm going to record this video i'm just going to put it on facebook because usually the facebook algorithm shows it to a lot of people when it's just a video like a facebook video yeah so i'll I'll have that on there and i'll tag you guys and all that okay. good stuff but i'm just one of those people where the, if there's an issue it just bugs me and i want to figure it out right away so. <laughs> <laughs> but no nah, we're good but i don't know i mean my one of the biggest blessings for me has been so some of these songs that are going to be on the album. So we're releasing a song every month for the next year. We're releasing 12, 12 songs, one each month. So, and we're just kind of doing that just to slowly kind of drip, you know, what we're right. doing and, and kind of get people used to those kind of things. And, and uh, you know, and then obviously the more you put out more often, the more you kind of stay on people's radar instead of right. you know, binging your album for, a couple of weeks or a couple of days and then somebody else comes right. out with something else. Yeah, you know, that's right. Later you come out with something and they forgot about who you are, you know, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so yeah, we kind of chose to do it that way for a reason, but there, some of the songs you'll end up hearing, there's one called glory's fire. I actually started writing that song 15 years ago. <laughs> so me and my, my worship pastor Taylor at the time, we started writing the song. I had this idea and, and to be honest, it wasn't where it is now. And it was one of the songs where like, ugh, like we're just going to sit on this one for a little while and try to figure out what we want to do with it. Right. And, um, and it was amazing because I think like, I wasn't ready to write that song back then. And, right. and I, didn't, I didn't have good theology. I didn't have my head around how do you articulate? Um, I guess it's all about, it's all about the gospel mission and, and how we were saved and then how we, we become part of the mission of God and, and spread in the light, you know, the glory of God right. to others. So like, how do you articulate that number one, but then how do you articulate that in a worship song that would be like a prayer to God? Right. And, and so it just didn't make sense. There was things that weren't connecting. There was a lot of theology and, ways that I viewed God, a lot of scripture that I didn't know that really would have helped me finish that song. So then over the last 15 years, as I've grown in my faith and I've served in my church and I've done all these things, um, it became, it be, it became something that, that we could, we could actually work on and, and it makes sense. And so, so when we started writing, you know, just a couple of years ago, when we wrote that song, 
it was just brand new. And so that's right. neat to see like that there's this journey that God took us on to get to the place where we could, I could write that. And the, there, there's two other songs that I started writing back in the day. Um, we wrote it for my previous church back then. And, and when we started to do this album, we tweaked them a little bit with lyrically because now I've learned some things that I didn't know back then. That's right. That, that would that would make this a, a more sound expression you know and and then also to be able to see it like you have a vision for what it's going to sound like and what it and what it's going to be for, holistically and actually have the ability to see that happen after all these years has been pretty neat you know Amen. so so that's 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 a neat kind of journey that that i've been on that's not the i don't know if that's the biggest thing but it's like mm-hmm. it's up there you know what i mean it's pretty right. cool to see. So, amen yeah, i think I think for me, um, two that I can think of, the first one is just kind of going back to thinking about, you know, how, how we write the songs. One of the biggest blessings has just been um, the way that writing songs and, and really prioritizing scripture and the songs uh, essentially, I mean, over everything else, you know, it's, it's the first thing is it really kind of changes how you think. <clears throat> and how you study. Um, and so that that's been really helpful. And, and I feel like along the way, I've, I've learned things about the Bible, as we've been writing, you know, that I probably wouldn't have learned otherwise. And then I think the other thing too, is just being really committed to, um, to putting the songs together and everything that that took overall to record them. I remember Marcus and I had like a conversation about like, you know, hey, we've got to we've got to get the money together to record the album because it's expensive. You know, I mean, right? Mark, we're we're going through um, a professional, uh, uh, a guy who a guy who works in this industry, but then is a, a friend of Marcus, and so and so. You know, I think that benefited us, but then it still costs a lot of money. You know, right. overall, and so when we were talking about that, <clears throat> I was kind of like, man, you know this is a lot of money. There's so there's a lot of things that I could do with this that would be really helpful. But then I kind of, I kind of just came to the conclusion that I was like, Hey, you know what? I, I really do. Uh, I, I'm really proud of what we've put together. I really do think that, you know, um, we, we've kind of poured our heart and our soul into all of this. And I want to like reflect that with like what I put into it. Aside from like the time that it takes to write it, I want to um, support it as much as I can with my finances, because I really do think it is a valuable resource to say, hey, I I want to give this to other people and say, you know, like, let's sing these things together. Let's worship God with these things together. And, you know, part of the way that we do that is you record it and you put it on you put it on the Internet where everyone can find it. Right. Basically. So so I think that was a really big kind of um, that, that was a big deal for me kind of thinking through that. And, and what am I going to do? You know, um, and so so that was that was really nice uh, to kind of think through. And then and now looking back, you know, I'm really glad that that I made the choice I did. Right. Right. <laughs> Can I add to that a little bit? Absolutely. I, I think I kind of alluded to this at the end too. Um, doing it in the way that we did it professionally and getting connected with the people we did 
really allowed us to fulfill the vision because there was tools and things that that we didn't have and that we didn't know how to how to do and and like you said this brandon sandoval guy is our buddy and landon landon uh robertson's another guy and he was our drummer and and on the on this project you know and uh and so but Brand, brandon he's kind of like the little musical genius guy and i really appreciate him a lot he's he's going to continue working with us moving forward awesome on new stuff that's coming out but um we had this big vision of all right so we both love like cinematic type music so real like movie sounding kind of stuff you know and right both of us like we're geeks and then we're like hey you hear that soundtrack you know um <laughs> uh, like the dune soundtrack that thing was amazing you know like it made me you know <laughs> like it's pretty so like we, yeah. we think that way but i'm i come from a film background before i did pastoring i did video production and so all i picked the right song to match the visual that I'm trying to accomplish, you know, through, through the interview or through the, you know, whatever the piece is that I'm doing. And that was always my favorite part was like picking the music to, to match the emotion or match the theme and get across the heart of what was going on. Right. And so when we approach these songs, a lot of them are like, like visual metaphors, things that we want to like immerse people in what right. we're talking about. Right. And get it across and, like almost like musical integrity. Cause what I've seen a lot with a lot of Christian worship songs are is a lot of times we go big time, happy, 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 happy. And we're talking about these serious themes about Jesus sacrifice. And, and I was like, Hey, what would that sound like in a movie? I don't think it would sound that way. I think it would sound a little more intense, you know, you know what I'm right. saying? And, right. And so, um, so a lot of our, our heart is, not 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 for emotionalism's sake but actually with integrity puts you into the scene of That's like right. what's happening and and the intensity of the christian life and what we're called to do you know you know what i'm saying that right. kind of thing and how can you how can you feel like you're there and really connect with it in a way that's not just like you know passively singing lyrics and, and not really thinking about it you know that's and right so, so a lot of the songs because we were able to do it this way, I think we were able to accomplish some of that in a, in a way that, um, you know, most people probably won't think about really hard, but it was neat to know that that was the goal, you know? It's interesting you say that, Marcus, because, I mean, isn't that what you do with preaching? You you try to stay true to the spirit of the text, you right. know, and, and you guys are doing that with music. And I just, I find, I think that's so cool. I think that's so awesome. And and honestly, I've, I guess I've never, um, I've never really thought of, musical composition that way and so for you to say that really kind of opened up my mind i i am not a musically inclined person whatsoever <laughs> um so to hear this conversation re really really helps me um because if i hear a song and to me i listen to the words but it doesn't take much to to get me into a worship worshipful mood so to speak um i love music i've always been attached to music emotionally uh, but to hear that and to hear your heart of, of capturing the spirit of the text and what, what the text is saying and matching that up with the music. I mean, that's just cool. I love that. I'm glad you guys are doing that. Is there, is there anything else that you guys want to say that you think just would, would be important for the listeners and the viewers to know before we uh, 
figure out how we can connect with you guys and listen to the songs? Um, you know, I think real, just real quick going, mm-hmm. going back to what you're saying, you know, I think, uh, one, one thing Marcus was saying, Hey, we're both kind of, we love cinematic music. We love listening to movie scores and, and whatnot. And so we're constantly coming up with these melodies all the time and, and asking each other, like, all right, Hey, if you <clears throat> part of our writing process, this is kind of silly, but this is part of what we end up doing a lot of times is one of us will come to the other with some new melody, you know, and, and I'll, I'll start playing it on like the keyboard or something. And then we'll start talking about like, all right, what is, what is this melody feel like? So if we're in a movie right now, right. What, what, what scene would be happening right now? And so, so <laughs> you have this, uh, so like, this is a funny example, but I remember uh, way back, I think it was pretty close to when we, when we started down, when we first started writing, I, I came up with this one melody on piano uh, that ended up becoming the song I run that, that is on this album. It, it'll come out. Um, I, don't, I don't remember which month it's scheduled for, but, but it, it's a part of this album that's going to come out. And I remember playing that melody and, and Marcus and I were joking because it's kind of this, it's, it's a pretty fast melody, but then it's not very bright. It's like a, a pretty dark uh, melody overall, kind of like foreboding in a certain sense and, uh, or, or maybe like determined, you know, right. it's that, that kind of feeling to it. And so we were, we were asking ourselves, all right, what is, what does this feel like? You know uh, what kind of, what, where in the movie, you know, is this being played? And, and we were joking that this is like the, this is like the kind of melody you hear in a, in a zombie movie, you know, when you're, <laughs> when you're getting chased by everyone and, and you've got to run and you can't, you know, you can't stop or they're going to get you kind of thing. And uh, now obviously the song has nothing to do with, right. Sure. Sure. Chasing you. Um, the only, the only, the only thing that's similar is you're run, you know, it, you're running in it, but. Um, oh, well, hey, look, Sin, man, Sin's the zombie. Sin, Sin's the zombie. Um, <laughs> that's right. You got, you got to put it down with a headshot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, but, but um, you know, that that's like this kind of funny, you know, part of the process, but then it is actually surprisingly helpful because it helps us kind of think through like, not you know okay so so we want the words to be biblically clear we want them to be clear we want them to be accurate we want them to uh, communicate truth for everyone but then the music the music uh we want to do the same thing basically and yeah and, you know music right music is is really this amazing gift that god has given us that helps us communicate in a way that words alone cannot communicate and so I think because, you know, Marcus and I uh, both think the way that we do about music and and we have very similar tastes in music, that's really been helpful for us writing together is, is um, because we can we can take these melodies and, and say, all right, let's put them with the appropriate thing. You know, let's put them with the appropriate words that will help create this very coherent theme throughout the song. And and it's meant to communicate truth, but then it is also meant to, you know, move us emotionally in a certain way and in a way that words alone right. can't. And, and so I, I'm really happy with that overall, especially because I really, um, I, I think I'm probably better at, at the music side of, I'm, be, I'm better with like the music side of things than I am with like the lyric side of things personally. And so 
So it's, it's really nice to kind of look back at all the songs and see all the different ways that all of these melodies really kind of help support the theme of the song overall. And, and, and that leads me into another, you know, just little like fun fact, I guess, about the writing process that I never really realized before we really sat down um, and started writing together. And, and that's just the fact that um, uh, I never realized how many decisions have to be made when, when you're writing something. Um, and so with every single song, you know, there's going to be, there's probably at least a hundred, you know, different decisions that Marcus and I made together that no one who is listening is ever going to know, ever know. <laughs> about or even notice. You know? And so I'm sure it's, yeah. you mentioned the sermon thing. I'm sure it's, a, it's probably a very similar thing where you're, you spend hours studying and, and you really want to communicate in the, in the best way possible. And so you're organizing all your points and then you're reorganizing all your points because right. you realize, Hey, I found a better way to do it. And there's all these decisions you have to make that by the time people hear it on Sunday, they're never going to know about yeah. it. Right. And, and what's sad is, you know, on Spotify, you only get like what? 10 eight seconds. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. So, <laughs> a typical person will listen for eight seconds and then they've decided already if they're going to listen to or not. They're done. They're done. Oh, wow. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to the digital world. Yeah. 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 I, I think I think it's pretty cool too. Um, the my my son kind of picks up on it too. It's funny. Um, one song, one song that. Hold it! I lose you guys. Oh, there. I can still hear you. I can still see you. Okay, my my screen just went weird for a minute. Um, I, I touched the cable and and I messed myself up. Um, my my son uh, listened to one of these songs, Canyon, and he said, "Daddy, this part sounds like." the part where everything goes in slow motion in the movie and all the, all the good guys are getting killed by the bad guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said, um, good. That's, that's what we want it to sound like. <laughs> Cause right, it's a, right. the death of Jesus, you know, and, and uh, what that would feel like. And so that's kind of been, that's been fun, you know? Uh, but, but also I think with, along with that, what we want people to know is I, I think, not everybody's going to love this for a worship. You know, there's a lot of these songs that only the weird eclectic churches are actually going to play <laughs> in their, in their service. And, and that's not because we're just trying to be weird, but then we also wanted to present songs that maybe people would want to listen to and just meditate on God and his faithfulness and, learn the lyrics themselves and express those things to God as prayers, you know, um, and, and also just remembering what we're called to be as Christians. So we wanted to be such a, like a resource that lived on outside of just the church setting. It could be something that really helped people with their own personal worship time with God. And, and like you said, like going in, it's neat to hear you say, Hey, I play this as I'm thinking mm -hmm. about my sermon and I'm trying to get ready for, for right. what I'm, I'm, in the right mood and the right mindset, you know, and, and, and if it could be used that way, that'd be amazing too, you know? So. Amen. Amen. Awesome deal guys. Hey, look, I want, I want to try to get as many people to listen to the song as possible. So um, can you quickly let us know, like, obviously I know sound of Providence has a Facebook page. So if they just go there, they could pretty much get access. 
what platforms is Yahweh Elohim on right now? Uh, in terms of streaming? Streaming. Yeah, in terms of streaming, uh, it's it's on all music platforms. Okay. Um, so so it's on Spotify, um, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, uh, and then, you know, a lot of I don't I don't know all their names, but a lot of really obscure ones. So um, pretty much I think the only thing that we're not on at this point is like Bandcamp or something. There's a, okay. couple, of, like, there's a couple of free ones where people <clears throat> upload their own stuff, you know, okay. and, and it's we're not on any of that yeah. unless somebody were to upload for their own personal to it. But like right. the ones that are like, you know, you have a subscription to or something like or you do you purchase or whatever the, the it's on all of those. So okay. Yeah, just look up sound of provenance. Yeah. Okay. So good deal. social media wise, we have a Facebook page um, that we're going to be posting updates to. And then we also, we have Instagram and Twitter and okay. I'm working on a resource page right now. It's about to go up for, um, it'll be on our church website, which is provenancechurch.com. And, um, and it'll be forward slash sound of provenance, but you can go there and we're going to start uploading all the chord charts for people for free. Cause oh, we're not cool. trying to that stuff. And, and may, who knows, maybe we would have some multi-tracks on there for people if they want to play it like we do, you know? And, right. And, right. Uh, so just, you can get the lyrics and you can get connected that way, but that's coming soon. I'll announce that on, on Facebook. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, great. Well, look, guys, I really appreciate y'all time. I had fun and uh, I'm praying that this song and this album will reach a lot of people and it'll be a blessing to many. And uh, I pray that the Lord will continue to give you to your ministry generously so you guys can continue doing what you're doing, because there's no doubt that he's gifted you and he's given you a passion for it. And so uh, all else fails, guys, you got a fan in Southside Virginia uh, <laughs> that loves your stuff. So so thank you all. <laughs> We're grateful for you, man. Every fan counts, you know? So That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us, man. It's been a big blessing to hear the, like the reasons you like the songs, you know, and the reason that you like the, the, the main one is you're just dedicated to scripture. You're dedicated to articulating God's word with integrity through whatever medium, right. Whether it's preaching right. or, or music and, and pointing your people as a shepherd to the to the places where where they're really going to grow in their faith and and uh, express right. The, the right things to God, the things that will please Him, you know. And so, Correct. I know that about you, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that that's your heart because um, we we need people like you out there doing that. So that's right. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. Thank y'all so much, and and we'll stay in touch. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Definitely. Let's do it. All right. Y'all take care, guys. Easy See you, brother. Bye. See ya. Bye.